0: Uh, uh, Shivani ji and I think we'll start right away by asking you what your experience of the lockdown has been in terms of the problems that people have come to you with, uh, that families have uh, uh, asked for your help. What are the things that you've been noticing in these last three or four months?
1: Uh, what's happened, if we look at our life even before Covid, yeah. we have Living a life of emotional dependence, right. you know, where, we did, where we blame people and situations for how we are feeling. So that was even before COVID. We said, I'm angry because of, I'm irritated because of, I'm upset because of. So everything we felt here was because of something outside. And then came a global crisis. And together we said, fear and anxiety is normal. You know, the crisis was global, but we created a global emotion. Right, And and most important was that we labeled that emotion as normal. So as a society, the message that we were giving repeatedly, repeatedly through every platform, through every individual, free and fear and anxiety is normal. These are tough times. These are challenges. You know, the word, every word has an energy. Every word has an emotion. So more than an individual's own emotions, it was also what they were receiving from everyone and everywhere around them. So obviously then fear and anxiety became normal for many. So the first situation that came in an individual's life was fear and anxiety because of the epidemic. Then came lockdown, which was something which we had not been used to, living 24 by seven together um, in small houses and also to manage children. Already with emotional depleted states, you know, that's what it is. As it is, it's not easy to live everyone together 24 by 7. But when you're living together, not in your best emotional health, that's when it becomes tougher. So people can snap at each other more easily, they get irritated, someone just breaks down, starts crying, and then has to take charge of themselves. So relationships were also getting a little affected because then the work from home. So when they were working from home, they were not as set a timing as when they were working from workplace. Right. You know, so, so many of them said, oh, now people can just call me at even 10 o'clock in the night and say, do this, do this, yeah. finish this. And so earlier before COVID, People used to say, When will we get to sit at home? And when we did corporate workshops, the most common topic was work life balance that, Mm -hmm. oh, we don't get enough time to balance work from home. But now they said, It's easier to work at workplace, but not easy to work from Mm -hmm. home. So, a lot of situations to which we had to adapt. Right. But you can adapt only if you energize your mind on a daily basis. Right. You know, so it's an emotional immunity system which has to be built up also.
0: But did you find that people were willing to uh, build that because uh, the main problem is that you can change people but they should want to change themselves. That's the biggest stumbling block.
1: It all depends on how people are using this time There are a lot of people who've used this time in a very, very, very positive manner, which means done a lot of things which they were not able to do before. Uh, Let's say yoga on a daily basis, meditation on a daily basis, uh, sleeping early, waking up early, You know, because you had the time to streamline your lifestyle, Mm -hmm. which was not happening when we are traveling national, international. So a lot of people have done that. So there's going to be a shift now in our emotional health. Some of us are going to be emotionally stronger than what we were before COVID because of how we used these three months. But some of us are going to be emotionally weaker if we only created anxiety in these three months. So it all depends on what we did in the last three months with our time and with our mind.
0: And Shraniji, yet when you speak to some people, especially experts in the area of public health, uh, they will tell you that, that fear and anxiety was important as an emotion, to communicate to society at large so that they would be disciplined, they would maintain social distancing, they would wear masks. So they, in fact, in a way, endorse this kind of paranoia that was created. Uh, And I have to say that media was very much part of creating that paranoia. So would you agree with that?
1: Right from day one, whether it's the government, the administration and the media, the line was take care, don't panic. Right. So that was a perfect line. Right. It was a perfect line. So whether it's from the government or from the media, the slogan was only one, take care, don't panic. Mm-hmm. So it was very, very clear. And that's what we had to do, take care and don't panic. But we learned how to take care but the don't panic part, we left it apart and we said panic. Batlab, dar lagega. See mm-hmm. what happens by creating fear and anxiety is there is one crisis that is outside, it's a visible crisis. And people know the symptoms people know when they need to take, you know, take healthcare, but there is an invisible crisis that is getting created. And that's a mental health crisis. And a bigger okay. crisis is an emotional health crisis, which has really increased in the last three months.
2: You okay. have been talking about emotion from the beginning itself. And during the COVID times, emotions are under stress at the moment. And because as you rightly pointed out, people are living together. They are not used to living together. And there are different kinds of pulls and pressure. The emotions are driven by the mind. That is because it's out of the mind, something comes out of the emotion. I read somewhere you said, Allow your mind to slow down. But when so much pressure is happening, day, if you slow down your mind, you have to think super jet speed. (laughs) I find that your quotation, Jacob, allow your mind to slow down in the stress when the emotions are getting very high pressure. If you slow down your mind, I don't know what will happen. The families will break up. How you could reconcile to throwing down a mind and handling the emotions?
1: Emotion and pressure is not the same thing. Mm. There was a pressure there was a pressure. Stress in science is a formula. Stress is equal to pressure divided by resilience. So pressure was there, pressure is high. Pressure can even be higher tomorrow due to any other situation in our life. We're all used to pressures, but stress is not equal to pressure. Stress is equal to pressure divided by resilience. So resilience means our inner resilience, our coping skill with the pressure, like for a child, Exam is a pressure, but we teach a child, don't get stressed. If you get stressed, you'll make a careless mistake. Relax, be easy in your mind. A sports star, pressure. But if they get stressed, they'll make a mistake. They have to have a very cool mind. An army officer on the war front, highest pressure. But if they panic, they'll make a mistake. They have to keep a very cool powerful, positive mind. So which means the resilience, the denominator had to be very high. But what we did, pressure was high, denominator went low, so stress factor went very high. So think less and think right, which means the denominator will go high. So the higher the numerator, the denominator should be much higher than the numerator, so that our emotional and mental health is in our control. With one crisis to handle, we cannot afford another crisis. Mm. We can't afford, you know, there, are, there is a case, huge rise of anxiety attack symptoms, depression symptoms, and people are not aware of their symptoms. People are not ready to go to a therapist right now because they don't want to go out of the house, which is understandable. But three months, if somebody doesn't take help for a depression symptom, then three months is enough to aggravate a depression symptom. So that was all our creation. The I, I,
2: I, my question is entirely different. What you're saying makes sense also. The question is, if you think, think less, it means if I think less, before I could handle one crisis, if I'm thinking less, another crisis may hit him. So I'm multiplying, difficulties are coming to my place. How do you react to that? Because people yes. normally think fast. You should yes. be very fast on your foot and you're suggesting that okay, you should be slow and you. I, I'm not able to understand. We're not saying I think to understand. Slow. And follow that principle. Yeah.
1: It's not think slow. It's think less. Mm-hmm. There are two ways of thinking. When we think positive, we have very few thoughts. When we think negative, we have many more thoughts. And that's why many people complain of overthinking. I'm thinking too much, I can't stop thinking. So when the speed of thoughts is very fast, which means the number of thoughts is too much, is a sign that the quality is not right. If we think positive, our speed of thoughts is less. When there is a situation to look for a solution, I need to think right. I can think about the problem. If I think about the problem, then I'm only thinking and talking about the problem. I'm thinking negative because it's not a very, very good situation. And when I think negative, my thoughts are too many, too many thoughts in one minute. But if I think right, my thoughts are less, not slow, less. So there's a difference between slow and less. The number of thoughts. You
2: are you're but I'm reading what you said. So it it says slow down. So I'm putting from there. If you said less, then it made it little more meaningful.
1: Yeah. Slow down means don't think too much. (laughs) Okay. Think too much. You know what people have been thinking in the last three months? Okay this year is over, we won't be able to do anything right this year, economy is finished, my job is lost, I've lost my salary. If a mind thinks like this continuously, then a mind can tip off towards an anxiety attack or a depression. Take one day at a time, because this outer crisis will be managed. But by then, if I have done something to my mind, then it'll take me much longer to come out of that. Maybe I might be on a medication for a very long time only because I didn't take care of my mind while the world was trying to solve the crisis outside. We only had to sit at home in the last three months. We only had to sit at home. How difficult can it be for someone to sit at home, closed doors, protected, but they only had to learn to take care of their mind, which had to be taken care of. Otherwise, there have been cases of domestic violence, which has been on the rise in the last yeah months. There's been a rise in child abuse in the last three months. You know, so these, all these things has nothing to do with the epidemic. It has nothing to do with the outer situation. It's a, because of the ability to take care of myself when situations were not as per I want them to be. So that's the coping skill of the human mind.
0: How do you uh, build your emotional resilience? How do you build that denominator? What are the steps that you need to take? Is there a magic formula or yeah. Uh, yeah? It's not
1: a magic formula. It's lifestyle habits. Right. Like, you know, we have lifestyle habits to take care of our body. Similarly, there are simple lifestyle habits to take care of our mind. Uh, if we go, mm, let's say two, three decades before right. when we had lesser of content consumption, content has a direct effect on the mind because emotional health, is decided by emotional diet, and emotional diet is what we watch, read, and listen. Mm-hmm. So, let's say if I look at my life, and when I am in school, uh, no internet, yeah. no mobile phones, uh, very little of television, uh, younger school age, not even television. So, what is content consumption for a child at that 25, 30 years back was just parents, teachers, and a few good books and one mm-hmm. newspaper in the morning. That's it, that is content consumption. And so less content and quality was good quality because we were told which books to read, which books not to read. And parents would check what we are reading, what we are watching. So it's a very protected era as far as content consumption was concerned. And if we had to scale, if we had to draw a graph of content versus emotional health of society, we'll see a direct connection. That after that came television, then came internet, then came 24 by 7 television, then came social media handles, and nice. now we have digital OTT. Nice. So just look at this complete graph. So now a child, leave alone the adults, but even a child is constantly consuming content at every click. Mm. So you know, you're just going on eating and eating and eating, like as far as it's concerned for the mind. And quality, we know it's everything. Yeah. And uh, nobody's checking what children or youth are consuming, what we are consuming. Even, even during COVID, had we consumed less information, we would have been protected. But you know, because of the uncertainty and lack of clarity, we just kept watching, reading, listening continuously everything. So take care of emotional diet. That's very important. First hour of the morning should be without phones. Mm. You know, what we do, many of us, we look at the phone as the first thing, you know, open yeah. your eyes and look at the phone. So, the WhatsApp messages first. Look at the yeah. WhatsApp messages. Yeah. <laughs> Even work communication should yeah. not be first thing in the morning. You're not supposed to be at work at five o'clock in the morning. Our right. uh, first hour of the morning is to energize the mind. Right. But if I consume content in the first hour of the morning, then I'm consuming the world onto my mind. Right. Then as will be the condition of the world, so will be the condition of my mind because I've consumed that content. So first hour without world content consumption, even work communication. Okay. Nahi. So first hour should be for meditation, uh, yoga practice, and at least 20 to 25 minutes of uh, spiritual study, which means content consumption of a high vibration, hmm. which means a a good emotional diet right. You know, like suppose I have to be out the whole day right. at least I will take a good breakfast in the morning and go yeah. so that okay then doesn't matter whatever I eat during the day similarly that good breakfast for the mind right. and I'm sorry I'm saying on this platform but no newspaper also the first hour of the <laughs> morning. first hour after that throughout the day any amount but not the first hour the first hour and the last hour before sleeping are most right. important for the mind First hour will affect the day. Last hour content consumption affects the night. Right. And if you look at news channels also, the early morning and late night is the highest viewership. Yeah. So these are we're doing the thing at the wrong time. Right. We're absorbing that information at the wrong time. So first hour my time and sleep early, which means by ten o'clock we should sleep. Mm-hmm. It's not that we can sleep at any time. There is a right time to do everything. So 10 to five is the Mm. best time to energize the mind and body. Mm. Two hours before sleeping should disconnect from work Mm. because the mind has to again, slow down before sleeping. Mm. Our mind is in the beta plus stage during the day, you know, Mm. hyperactive stage and slowly and sleeping is absolutely slow down Delta stage, but you can't go from the beta plus to the Delta suddenly. It has to go beta plus, beta, alpha, theta, delta. Yeah. So you have to slow down the mind. We're not slowing down the mind nowadays because we have technology. Yeah. When we didn't have technology, we came back from work. We had nothing to do. So yeah. we would sit with family, chat, listen to music. That's what we need to do in the last two hours. Mm-hmm. Work communication. The mind has to disconnect from work before sleeping today what we're doing we are checking our emails just before closing our eyes also okay any any one more email one more message so the mind gets stimulated so the body sleeps after that the mind has a lot to think and sleep deprived is another crisis of the world yeah You got TV or not?
2: Entertainment Uh,
1: not in in the last one hour because entertainment quality is important. If that entertainment is a crime show, if that (laughs) entertainment is a anything that you know makes the mind overactive, the mind it should have a soothing. So if you're watching something, listening to something, it should have a soothing effect. Whether you're listening to music, just simple music or songs, soothing effect. Right. So that everyone can check for themselves. Right. But your mind should start slowing down. Not all the kind of thrillers and crime shows or not, that's not for the late night, not just before we go to sleep. So these two hours are very important. During the day, how much content we consume is very important. Right. If anybody restricts their content consumption, emotional health will go up.
0: Right.
1: Because our quality is a question mark what we are consuming. So quantity and quality. Uh, You know, earlier, if we watched one TV serial, then we would watch the next one next week on that same. Then then we came to Monday to Friday every day. But now with digital platforms, people just sit and watch like (laughs) five, six episodes. Yeah, in one go. Yeah. What are we doing to the mind? Yeah. And even the, you know, the one who is promoting the serial will say, this is for binge watching. So just keep watching it together. Uh, It's, it's abuse of the human mind, actually. So these are few things to be taken care of.
0: What about during the day? How do you, uh, you know, uh, can you switch off for a while during the day? Can you, what would you recommend?
1: Uh, at the Brahma Kumaris, we have a very nice practice. We call it traffic control of the mind. Okay. After, after every one hour, we pause for one minute. Okay. So we have an app on the phone and we'll have a nice music which will play every hour. every hour, And whatever we are doing, even if we are in a meeting, talking, working, we just pause for a minute. Okay just a minute. So we call it a minute after every 59 minutes. Uh So we pause after a minute and whatever we studied in the morning. So let whatever thought I took in the morning for the day, Mm. then I will revise that in my, that one minute, which means I will consciously create a high vibration thought in that one minute. So it's like charging your mind. You know how we charge our phones, wherever we find a charger. If we keep doing that, then even at the end of the day, your phone is charged. Right. Earlier, when we didn't have power banks and chargers everywhere, we our phone would be discharged by the time we were driving home in the evening. Yeah. The same with the mind. Just keep energizing it during the day. And most important, live a life of awareness. Don't right. keep reacting to situations and people. Right. We, we believe a very, very, very wrong belief system. We believe that situations and people create our thoughts and feelings. Right. And so when situations and people are not my way, I react right. and when I react, Ji. Siwana, but
2: people do affect your emotions and if you are surrounded by people, you're not disconnected with the society, you have a family, you have the friend, you have everything else. Because I've read somewhere you said people don't press your buttons, mm-hmm. but change your mood. But mm-hmm. it, practi- it is not practical. It is just an uh, idea which you're given. You were spoken somewhere. But people, you're surrounded by people ultimately, your son is there, your father is there, your sister is there, your daughter-in-law is there, your grandchildren are there. But how can they press your button? Because my grandchild cries, I have to with my press button, is press there. So I have to react to that. So You can't disconnect yourself from people because you are part of the people. We are not isolated sitting in Himalayan like a yogi and sitting there and no reaction happened. But I can't understand, when you say people don't press your button, what do you mean by that? I don't understand
1: which means, no, they don't. Uh, We don't react, we respond to the situation. So let's say I'm working with someone and someone behaves or works in a certain way, which is not agreeable to me, or someone is repeatedly making a mistake or whatever, different behaviors, different personalities. If I don't take charge of my emotions, I react, which means I get irritated, then I get angry, then I get angry even louder. And every time I'm saying it's because of them. Which means we believe they hold the remote control to our mind. But when you start living a life of awareness, that's their behavior, my behavior, I will choose. I will not waste my energy just because people around me are behaving or working differently. So we can be surrounded by 100 people and yet, we can choose how to respond in every scene. In every scene, people even stuck on a traffic jam. Different people will respond differently. Some people use that time in a traffic jam. They go, to, they have a nap, somebody listens to music, somebody talks on the phone, and somebody just keeps getting irritated. Somebody keeps abusing people around them. Somebody even comes out and starts shouting at people. These are different responses to the same situation. Each but but Shivaniji,
2: ultimately you are admitting that they are pressing your button somewhere. Right? Different mm. people react differently.
1: They are not pressing somebody our button.
2: Somebody is murdering somebody in front of me, I have to react. No? They I have pre- to respond. To them.
1: I have to respond the way I believe is right. You are saying
2: it respond, I am saying reaction. That's what
1: it is. Uh, react and response is different. React means then my response is dependent on them. Pressing my button, nahin, they are pressing their button. They have chosen to get angry, they are pressing their own button but they cannot cause me to get angry, which means they cannot press my button. If I have to get angry, I am pressing my button of anger, which means I am choosing my response. I will not ever live a life which will say they are responsible for what I am doing. And anyone, anyone just does this experiment for one day, only a 24 hour experiment, live a life of awareness. Don't say they, 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 say I chose, I got irritated. I created this anger. Tomorrow I'll do it a different way.
2: Maybe you, have you have utopian concepts. Maybe like we to try to implement them, we'll try that. Other thing which we, I read, which you said, we can save many relations. If we understand a simple fact, the people aren't wrong, they are different. How, how they're not murderer is wrong or different? The rapist is wrong or is different?
1: Yes. So when we say people are Some, not wrong, they are different. It's because we need to understand the sanskar and the. Mind. You have to use some adjective, not to call
2: them. What adjective you give to that person? A murder yeah. is the culprit, is wrong. Yeah. Legally wrong, ethically wrong, everything is wrong. You are saying it's different. Which First means in, thinking.
1: Yeah. First and foremost, the video from where you're taking that quote is not in context of that. It's in context to our human, our family and work relationships. At home, with children, with people at work. Anyone whose sanskar is different from me, I call them wrong. Let's say I have okay. a sanskar of punctuality and somebody else comes 15 minutes later, I said, you're wrong, you're late. You know. So we use the wrong word very, very easily for everyone who's different from us. But when we use the word wrong, why we should not use the word wrong? Because when we use the word wrong, we are radiating disrespect to them. And when we radiate disrespect to them, They radiate the same to us because they believe we are wrong. We believe they are wrong. And so our foundation of a work or a family relationship then stands on disrespect. And then that relationship becomes very fragile. They are different from me. Their definitions, their ways of thinking, their emotions, they are different from me. We are all different from each other. We are unique. We're different from each other. And we have to understand and accept that difference and then adjust and learn to live and work with each other. If we radiate disrespect to each other, then it's stressful for us, stressful for the other person and stressful for the work and home environment. So energy...
2: you're basically saying that you, you said the word different means doesn't mean to criminal at all. It means the behavioral conduct of people
1: around. Uh, When it comes to somebody who's done a legal or unethical thing, even then at that time, in this video, which you're talking about, of course, it's completely in the context of family. I'm not seeing the
2: full video, so I I must admit
1: that. So it is in the context of family and work, which means people who we are around with, surrounded with. And when we come to someone who's done unethical or something illegal, yes, legally they are wrong, But we also need to understand their mindset to be able to heal them. It's very important to heal people's minds. Why someone does this? What happened to them inside? What overpowered them? Whether it was that immediate instant something overpowered them, or it's something from their childhood. It's something that they've gone through in their life. Whatever it is, they definitely need healing. So only legal punishment that's incomplete. It's not. No, yeah, I'm asking these questions because yeah.
2: I've never been to Mount Abu. I've been invited many times whenever the director of India, I got invitation many times to speak there and go there. But I never went there. Somehow I couldn't find the time to go there. So I was trying to read much about it because I'm trying to understand what the philosophy is. Because something which you are doing doesn't seem to be practical to me at least. I will be wrong in that. But when you're explaining, I can see where you're coming from for example you are saying somewhere in hindi mein likha hai jyada jate this i what you are using kar, I, I
1: have
2: not said this anywhere this is the, this is on your, your video video complete, yeah. phil, complete hai, yeah. waale, ho, it's not I complete
1: uh, I have definitely not written this. There are, but I can explain the meaning of it. But I have not written this. That's then, for then you sure. must
2: correct it. It is yeah. on your website, itself.
1: See what happens is when it comes online, the amount of quotes, the amount of posters, they can all be used with photos. But who's written <laughs> it is a very big question mark. <laughs> and uh, we know what happens online on digital platforms. How much ever you try and clean it up, it's not in your control there. But what it really means is. <laughs> that that,
2: that
1: yeah. So, ज्यादा ego doesn't allow us to be light, light in living, light in happy, burdened, overburdened. overburdened Not burdened by outer responsibilities, but the past past. We have to be able बर्डन्ड be able to be able to है नॉट बर्डन्ड बाय आउटर रिस्पांसिबिलिटीज बट मन पर बोझ पास्ट to be तो हम जीवन में लाइट नहीं रह सकते वो तो डेफिनेटली